Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. NASA has just released information about how they're going to be putting out some new nudes into space in order to specifically attract attention from aliens. I like the use of the word attract in some of the articles that have been written about this. I figure it's the perfect time for another punch lineup, though... Don't have my, my, rail, my bell, my ding ding to get into it. Don't worry. Still got the jokes. The setup is the same as well. As always with the punch lineup, one setup and rapid fire jokes coming after. The setup is NASA is sending nudes to space to attract the attention of aliens. According to an intern who snuck a peek while no one was looking, they're out of this world. I had to, okay? I had to use that one. Had to. Low hanging fruit. NASA is sending nudes to space to attract the attention of aliens, which is a bit forward. Like opening a conversation with, hey, want to go back to my orbit? Zero gravity. Oh, yeah. Not going to work. NASA is sending nudes to space in order to attract the attention of aliens, but they just can't get the angle right, and it's too embarrassing to ask for help, you know? NASA is sending nudes to space to attract the attention of aliens, along with a universal mathematical binary code that reads, hey, you up? And NASA is sending nudes to space to attract the attention of aliens, but they already tried this in the 70s, and they didn't get a peep in response. So, like, take the hint, okay? And that is the at-home edition of the Punch lineup. Monday. This is incredible. Science has done it again. Uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, of course. It's a study, scientific study. It's actually been conducted with questionnaires to people in Norway and the United States kind of a joint international collaboration of uh, research as to what the ideal way to flirt is. Oh yeah, that's what they're, they're trying to do. Science out the flirtation. Uh, whether you're looking for something fleeting or a little more long-term, the 415 men and women in Norway and the 577 men and women in the U.S. had one, one thing that stood out amongst all the answers. In heterosexual relationships, they say... It's humor. It's not just laughing at the other person's joke, having a sense of humor, but tossing some jokes out there, apparently. There's all kinds of you know pitfalls we could get into in the rest of the study as to gender-specific things. And bottom line is, though, doesn't matter what your gender is, humor. Make them laugh. It worked for Roger Rabbit, and it can work for you. Starting off with Flea showing up. Not in a new album, I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers did release one, but in a new show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, coming out on May 27th, showing up with two episodes to start off the uh, the weekly releases for uh, Disney+. Plus. Looks like Flea might not just be appearing, but starring in Obi-Wan Kenobi as well, wielding a so-called cool-looking blaster. Well, they kind of all are in that series that whole franchise vinyl fans might have a new destination later on this year it's looking like the 14,000 square foot vinyl me please pressing plant and audiophile experience is going to be opening up in denver specifically in the river north art district 
selectively chosen uh, as a location across from venue Mission Ballroom. Very, very, very important concert venue in the area. Not open yet, but aiming to open by the end of 2022. Maybe a new spot to check out when you're changing planes. Uh, and also, The Who's Pete Townsend in the news again after a interview with People magazine where he told all about the time that he was obsessed with trying to keep Who drummer Keith Moon alive. Between 1964 and 1978, he was a part of the band before dying of an overdose to a drug that was meant to treat and prevent symptoms of alcohol withdrawal at the age of only 32. Pete telling uh, people that he was obsessed with trying to keep Keith, Keith alive and knowing that he was on a downward slide, there was very little that he could do. He was a very complicated character. Tuesday. Malcolm McDonald. Uh, we talked about this individual last week. I don't know if you remember, but uh, this is the man from the UK who, unfortunately, due to uh, years ago, years ago infection, uh, he lost his genitalia. It describes it as horrifically just falling off, which uh, let's move on from because I can't even fathom that. Through the magic of medical science, he was able to grow a replacement. The thing is, on his arm. And yeah, he did a photo shoot with it, just kind of hanging out there. And that is what got the attention of Kate Beckinsale, saying, Of course he's done a photo shoot down the wreck with a willy hanging out of his sleeve. Feel momentarily better, everyone. God bless you, Malcolm XXX. Malcolm now, in turn, is saying, Hey, you know what? I am ready for dating again. So why not Kate? I'll even treat her to a pint down at my local boozer, he says. Citing that he would be out of place in Hollywood. Honestly, I'd buy it faster than her character in Click being with Adam Sandler's character in Click, alright? I would do the hook, line, and sinker. I'm there for it. But, truly, my guy, who among us doesn't want to date Kate Beckinsale? Come on, and I don't think this is your in. Maybe it is. I don't know. Shoot your shot. Ready to date. Maybe this is just the best way to get the word out there, right? He's just putting the vibe out there. He's just trying to show everybody how available he is. And he does say he's fully available now, if you get what I mean. Watch out for the counterfeit toonies. 10,000 of them have been seized, actually, by the RCMP. There's somebody who's now in the legal system about to be charged with some serious stuff in the criminal code. Uh, and all about these toonies. Yeah, they've been seized, but more are believed to be in circulation. So check your toonies if you have any. I have like a like a few at home, I think, that just kind of collect dust and are usually turned into loonies for laundry purposes, you know? Uh, but uh, there's a telltale identifier. Here is how you can tell the difference between the real toonies and these counterfeits. The real toonies, they have a polar bear on them, obviously, but the very, very polar bear looking right front foot on it, right? A furry bear paw is very visible on the authentic toonies. Has been since the start in the 2000s. But uh, the counterfeits have a distinctly split paw on the right front uh, arm, leg, whatever of the polar bear. Like a cloven hoof almost. Or, you, you know what it really looks like? kind of have to see it to get what I mean, but if you do find one of these in circulation, or if you just search up the, uh, the, the visual online, it looks like the polar bear's paw ends with a pair of truck nuts. Yeah, so if you've got a truck nut toonie, I'm afraid it's not legal tender. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Madonna in the news because of an upcoming NFT collection, huh? Another musician 
jumping into the really, really not great space of NFTs. <laughs> Recently, a lot of money has been lost in the space, but uh, apparently it's a whole collection, including one that's a video of an avatar of Madonna's giving birth to a rapidly growing tree. Among other things, it's called the Mother of Creation Collection and is being... Uh, sugar-coated with the uh, charity, uh, apparently proceeds from the uh, trio of uh, digital images slash videos slash whatever they are uh, will go to charities, uh, three different charities specifically, but not so great for the environment, which is hilarious because there's also a new study that is showing that music fans are more in touch with caring about the climate than the general public is. A new Turn Up the Volume study from the University of Glasgow, as well as Music Declares Emergency Organization, they put out a study, a survey, to find out of a sample size of 2,000 adults that 82% of music fans are concerned about climate change, 72% representing the general public, interestingly enough. And also musicians are banding together and asking for help from fans for a new uh, platform to help with mental health called Music Minds Matter Explore, which is going to arrive in conjunction with Mental Health Awareness Week. And more support is being asked as this thing just begins and gets off the ground. Of course, more details are going to be needed to understand exactly what the purpose is of the organization and the new uh, you know, platform, but hopefully good things will come. Some manly men who like to wake up in the morning eating a pound of bacon. Right? That's a manly thing to do. Who cares about the cholesterol? Uh, there's a thread that's been uh, getting some attention thanks to Reddit asking, what are the unwritten rules of being a man? We got some of the funniest ones. Uh, when we nod down means we're greeting someone. When we nod up, it means we're meeting someone. That's right. Uh, when your friend buys a drink, you don't pay it back. You just buy the next round. That makes a lot of sense. Um, there's, uh, you know, beer and pizza as an acceptable payment for helping another man work in his house or vehicle. Totally, totally acceptable. Uh, you may have the last slice of pizza. You may have the last beer, but you cannot have both. You cannot. Stand when you shake a man's hand or when a woman comes to the table. I mean, that's a bit old school, but people still do do it, of course. If he's flirting with her, him, or they, we don't interrupt. Let them have their moment, right? And also, the unspoken man up and deal with it, real men don't cry rule. Yeah, it's BS, and people know it. Real men express emotions. Strong men also cry. Strong men also cry. Wednesday. Well, Ola Dada's been making fun of Fort McMurray just a little bit on Canada's Got Talent. Uh, something we can forgive him for, for sure, especially because it's hilarious. He is hilarious. He's made it into the semifinals on the show on City TV and uh, just performed just yesterday on the episode in the semifinals, hopeful to move on. And you can be a part of that, actually, right now. So if you go to the Canada's Got Talent uh, website on CityTV.com, uh, you can go into Acts. And uh, you can vote. In fact, there are only uh, seven semifinalists, and you get three votes. I mean, you got to sign in and everything. It just takes a second. And I know I can always get frustrated when I have to do that to support somebody, but absolutely do it for Ola and uh, get those three votes towards him so that he can make it onto the finals and maybe win the thing for the entire country. That would be totally crazy. Uh, of course, he's from Nigeria originally, uh, but grew up, spent some time here in Fort McMurray, now living out on uh, the coast in the Vancouver area. And he's also not only a semifinalist on Canada's Got Talent right now, he actually just 
just put out an album, a comedy album, debut album, just released right now. You can stream it on just about every streaming service that you want for music. Um, and uh, it's called Data Plan, D-A-D-A. Get it? Get it? Oh, he's such a jokester. Uh, here's a little clip of the performance he gave during the semifinals just last night. There wasn't a lot of black people in Fort McMurray, Alberta. There were even less black barbers. There was one black barber in the city. His name was James. The problem with James was he was in and out of jail so frequently it was frustrating. And every time he would go to jail, the whole community was like, free James, free James, he didn't do it. I got an interview tomorrow, please, okay? It's a true story. <laughs> so funny. He's so funny. Uh, got a great stage presence. The judges seem to love him. Canada's loving him just as much. So we wish him well. And yeah, take it all the way to the top, man. Bono, fresh from giving some Ukrainian soldiers the gift of Bono, as well as the gift of music along with The Edge and singing alongside them. It, it was touching, but also peak Bono. Uh, he has detailed that he's got a new memoir coming out called Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story, as uh, teased in an animated uh, clip that is narrated by Bono himself. It's about the writing of so many U2 songs and the stories behind them from the perspective of Bono, and that is going to be released a little bit later on in the year. I mean, it was his 62nd birthday yesterday, which is why that was revealed, but the actual release of the, uh, of the song is going or the book rather is going to be a little bit later on pre-orders have just begun of course pink floyd reportedly looking to sell all of their music their back catalog and the price tag could be hundreds of millions of dollars this is according to bloomberg and it's really just early preliminary talks but it could see a huge huge purchase in the future by somebody in the music industry. Apple now announcing something devastating. They plan to discontinue producing and selling the iPod. And to which the majority of the world responded going, they still sell iPods? Apparently iPod touches have been on sale and have been produced for the last many, many years. Soon to be a thing of the past. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Another update for you on the uh, Fort McMurray Firefighters Charities Association annual firefighter calendar and in support of five different local charities in town. It is going to be coming in the fall. It's pretty much locked in now. I mean, I know that I've got my photo shoot booked for the end of June. That's right. I'm going to be joining the firefighters. If you haven't heard, I'm now on week 10. And huge thank you to the people that have been following along every week and giving me the encouragement and the support. But week 10 of a full nutrition and fitness plan, which has kicked my butt over and over and over again. And uh, has been a struggle. I mean, last week, life threw some curveballs. But you got to stay on top of things, right? Discipline, uh, which has been tough for sure, but doable. And with huge thanks to the support, not just from the Fort McMurray Firefighters Charities Association and the people behind it, Staying in my corner in the ring and making loud sounds, it's awesome. But also to Cut and Conquer Fitness, big thank you. They are the, the, the organization behind the nutrition and fitness plan that I've been sticking to for 10 out of 12 weeks now. In fact, it's really going to be extended because I'm going to have a few extra weeks, thank goodness, to do a little fine-tuning in June. Uh, so then the photo shoot happens, but you get to see a preview. We're going to post some of the, uh, the takes from my shoots, maybe not so much the other firefighters just yet, keeping that under wraps until the actual calendar is revealed in the fall, but you'll get to see a preview of my shots and give your input. Let us know what you think is the best one, what might be the one to go into the calendar. You know, the one that will actually help sell some instead of the exact opposite. I know, self-deprecating, uh, but it's just because my anxiety is getting higher and higher. My anxiousness uh, is, is hitting a peak as we get closer to photo shoot time, but I think I'm going to be ready. Feeling better all the time. 
feeling like I'm looking a little bit better all the time as well. So, I mean, th- something's working. Something's going well. It's just a, a grind. But nobody's getting any younger, right? And that's what's the motivation, the biggest motivation for me. Gotta make those good choices. Huge thank you for all the support. Thanks again for those who've been following along. Just posted another update video up online on our socials, our YouTube, all over the show. Thursday. There's been no official word on this happening for sure, but they are looking at ad-based service at a cheaper monthly bill is the reports. Uh, again, grain of salt with everything, but it's still likely to go up every couple of years anyway, even if it is at a cheaper rate. Let's be honest. And, uh, you know, it may come as a surprise for me right here on 100.5 Cruise FM. But uh, I think at a fundamental level, your consumable entertainment should be either ad-supported or subscription-based. And never the two shall meet! Uh, But the streaming subscriptions are already adding ads. I mean, other than Netflix, there are several that you pay for, and then midway through what you're watching, it just pauses mid-sentence sometimes to show you other shows on the same service you're already paying for. Why? Let me just peruse. I'm paying for it, right? And the cable companies are now just including these streaming services in their channel bundles. We've come full circle. The Pirate Bay is going to happen again. We have come full circle. But, honestly, it was pretty great for a little while there. Florida man with no pilot license takes over the cockpit of a single-engine Cessna and manages to make a 10 out of 10 landing safely at at Palm Beach International Airport and saves the day. That's right. Plot twist. Florida man actually did something good in this story. Um, Downright awesome, in fact. I mean, badass, even. Uh, Though we don't know exactly, exactly what happened. Apparently, the pilot wasn't able to continue flying due to a medical issue, was the thing. Medical issue. And, uh, you know, unknown at this time, but unable to fly the plane, bottom line. And it fell down to the passengers. I guess a pair of them, really, but one man actually controlling the plane and pulling off an expert landing. He said he did have experience being around aviators, but had never flown a plane, never taken any training. Apparently, it takes at least 20 hours of like flight training before you can actually really learn the techniques that are necessary to land a plane. Uh, and even then, you've got to get a lot more hours in to actually be licensed to do so. But crazy to hear the actual air traffic controller conversation after the successful touchdown happened. You just witnessed a couple passengers land that plane. Did you say the passengers landed the airplane? That's correct. Oh my gosh, yeah, no. great job. Other pilots just on the tarmac going, wow, yeah, no, really good job there. You've done well. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Some absolutely stacked 80s acts going to be joining together to promote Stranger Things, interestingly enough. Live from the Upside Down is going to celebrate the arrival of Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1. And the live stream is actually going to be performed on June 23rd. Live from the Upside Down, a joint deal between Netflix and Doritos, but featuring some serious acts. On there, on the list, four acts, uh, three from the 80s, one born just after the 80s. You've got Corey Hart, Soft Cell, The Go-Go's, and Charlie XCX, and it's free to register and get a link to watch the show. Very, 
very interesting. Meanwhile, from Oasis, Liam Gallagher in the news again with all kinds of swears having to get edited out of most headlines, basically calling out cancel culture as only being for those who want to cancel people and not for everyone else. In fact, he says bleeping squares. Who the bleep are these people canceling you anyways? Just try it. Come after me is the basic message here. And uh, I definitely agree on some level. Now, some people are just voting with their dollars, and that doesn't really equal canceling. That just equals finding their entertainment where they want to find their entertainment. Friday. A UK employment court somehow came to the conclusion that calling a man bald is sexual harassment. Well, it's obvious that baldness is far more common for men, yes. Anyone can be bald, all right? Anyone, by choice or circumstance, could be from illness or the treatment <clears throat> of an illness. Could be for a movie role. Nobody, ain't nobody make a G.I. Jane joke. I don't want to get smacked, all right? But case in point, though, Jada Pinkett Smith. Her hair loss is a result of onset alopecia. Baldness is not just a male thing. I'm sorry, bottom line. And being described as bald is not inherently sexual harassment, nor harassment, but it could be. The context and the intention counts, all right? How about... And I know I'm, I'm getting weird with this. How about we just agree that ribbing co-workers on the job is fun, but we should be able to just simply say, hey, that bald joke was over the line. That made me feel well upset in it. Apologies to anybody who's listening from Britain um, or from Britain here who is listening. Uh, just call or pe people just call harassment harassment. You know what I mean? Without muddying the waters for people who actually face sexual harassment, because this isn't it. 25% of delivery drivers hook up with someone while on the job. This coming from a survey on the internet, of course. Grain of salt, my friends, but that's a different kind of delivery, isn't it? And also, a, a truly cheesy way to start a blue video, to start a porn, because... Well, wait, hang on. No, I call it cheesy because this is one of those things that never happens. And now you're telling me it does. Huh, okay, so not a quarter of the time. Not saying 25% of all deliveries, but with a quarter of the drivers? 25% of all delivery drivers have hooked up with somebody while on the job? That is incredible to me. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Unreal. This is nuts to me. Uh, the world was in love with or at odds with Norm MacDonald, which is, I think, exactly how he liked things. Unfortunately, of course, he did pass away not too long ago. But it came as a surprise that he was battling a terminal illness in secret for years and years and years. I mean, this was a guy who was connected to comedy in such an incredible way, such a special way. And the reactions from so many different comedians who knew him, knew him well, considered him a friend, went, what? He was sick? Like, are you kidding me? He didn't want that to be a burden on other people, is my assumption. And uh, he, he just, maybe he just didn't want the attention, right? He didn't want the pity or something like that. Uh, you know, he's a very unique individual. And... He battled in secret. He also wanted to give us more comedy in secret. He shot a final stand-up special called Nothing Special, by the way, which is hilarious. And he says, the, said, the material's fantastic. I hope people appreciate this. Um, 
But also at the same time, I'm sure he doesn't care if it if if people don't. He shot this in secret with Netflix before he passed away and only to be released on the occasion of his death. That's not how deals work with comedy specials, with 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 TV shows, with movies, with anything. That's not the deal that you can make. Not many production companies want to go, yeah, sure, let's just shelve this for a long time. But they did this with the legend Neil Mac- uh, Norm MacDonald. In, in, in his case, uh, it's going to be coming out soon. Just at the end of the month. May 30th is the date it's going to show up on the streaming service, which is, interestingly enough, one day before the cutoff before being eligible for Emmys, which I think this thing might just win a whole pile of them. We'll see. We'll see just how hilarious it is at the end of the month. If you're a Norm MacDonald fan, one more hurrah is coming. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Spinal Tap. If you can believe it, there's going to be a sequel. Uh, This has just been announced, and it is 2022. The original came out in 1980. uh, Was it four? 1983. Um, And so, I mean, basically, it's a 40-year sequel when it finally arrives at some point. Early 2024 is the estimated arrival, uh, but we'll see. You know, things get canceled and not, not necessarily in this case canceled, but postponed as well all the time. 40th anniversary of the original film this is Spinal Tap from Rob Reiner. Uh, he is turning uh, returning to direct and of course it's going to have David St. Hubbins, Derek Smalls, Nigel Tufnell and the drummer du jour, right? <laughs> There's the whole running gag about the drummer's not lasting very long, including the one that was in the original film this is Spinal Tap, Mick Shrimpton. Now Real life sadness. Rick Parnell is the actual rocker and drummer who played Mick Shrimpton in the movie. And unfortunately, he passed away not too long ago. Very recently. Very sad. And uh, I'm sure he would have appreciated some of the connections people have drawn to the fact that he was a drummer for Spinal Tap and has passed away. Which is the course for pretty much every drummer for Spinal Tap. But uh, in real life, you know, that is a sadness. I didn't know this at the time, but uh, since his passing, I've learned that not only did he play Mick Shrimpton in the movie, but he also played drums on the two albums that the band put out and toured with them for actual live shows. And they used the gag, the joke, that it wasn't actually Mick Shrimpton. It was his twin brother, Rick Shrimpton, who was playing along with them, which, of course, got the crowd to go absolutely bananas. I don't know if these guys are going to be hitting the road for a tour in support of the movie once again, but they're absolutely going to be showing up on the big screen. Give them some time to work on it. A woman who gave birth at a Metallica concert in Brazil, and I can only assume because it was postponed from 2020, and when they rescheduled, though she was pregnant, there's nothing that was going to stop her from going to check out the show. Well, James Hetfield of Metallica gave her a call to give her some congratulations. Uh, apparently, he did speak directly to Joyce Figuero and her husband, Jamie, to wish them both well. Um, they caught it on camera, and, uh, you know, it just became a very special thing. Oh, my God. Hi, she responds. I cry. <laughs> so fantastic. Um, and uh, I'm glad that like there wasn't too much of an issue with language barrier, right? Obviously, they're fans of Metallica, so uh, they're not really going to be expecting James Hetfield to drop any uh, Brazilian Portuguese on them or anything like that. But maybe he did. Haven't seen the video. Got to look it up. Now, also, 
Tom DeLong of Blink-182 fame, as well as other bands that he's been in. He's also famous for being a bit of a UFO nut, a bit of an alien nut, and also he wanted to put that down on paper in the form of a script. Now, the very first trailer for his sci-fi action comedy called Monsters of California has been released, and the movie itself is going to be coming out a little bit later on this year. Absolutely take a look if you're curious. It is very Tom DeLong. Transmission over. Want more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.